And folks, this segment of the show is brought to you by TaylorMade and the TaylorMade TP5 and TP5X golf balls played by Ricky Fowler, John Rom, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, and Jason Day. And it's the hottest tour ball in golf. You know those names, but thousands of other golfers have already made the switch to play the TP5 and TP5X. And now both TP5 and TP5X are available in high visibility yellow. And I love the yellow golf ball. It's time that you made the switch. Check it out online by going to tailormadegolf.com for more information. All right, now back in making his eighth appearance with me is Bill Bergen. Let me remind you about Bill's background. He played his college golf at Auburn University from 1978 to 1981 and was named first team All-SEC every year, and he helped Auburn win the 1981 SEC championship. His 65 during the 1979 Pan American Tournament still ranks as one of the lowest 18-hole scores in Auburn golf history. He's played in over 250 professional tournaments worldwide, including three U.S. Opens, two Open Championships, and over 50 PGA Tour events. He's now recognized as one of the top golf course designers on the planet. He started his own design company called Bergen Golf Designs, and he has designed or renovated courses all over the world. Bill has been involved in over 70 golf course design projects. You can see his work by going online to bergengolf.com. And I'm very excited he's back with me again tonight here on Next on the T. Hey, Bill, how are you, my friend? I am very well, Chris. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, thank you. How are things going out in the, in all of your design projects? What's the latest? Well, we're uh, we're traveling down the road in our mobile office. Hopefully, the audio is okay for you. It's fine. And we are just just returning from a project we have under construction in Dalton, Georgia, Dalton Golf and Country Club, and we also toured Macklemore this afternoon and. Uh, I know you know that project and are getting more and more familiar with it. And so uh, it is always time well spent when you're on that property. Oh, no doubt. And that's, that's what I want to talk a lot about tonight. As you know, they're, uh, they're one of our newest sponsors here on the show. And, and you and Reese Jones co-designed that golf course. So um, I want to start off by just kind of going back to the beginning of that project. Talk about getting involved with that piece of property and what it was like uh, collaborating with Reese? Well, I have done a good bit of work in Tennessee, actually probably more than anybody uh, anybody around. Uh, and uh, some of my best work is in Chattanooga, uh, Chattanooga Golf and Country Club and a redo of a Donald Ross course there. And then um, I did practice facilities at the Honors Course. And so Macklemore, while it is in North Georgia, the owners of the of the company are, are really out of Chattanooga. And so they knew my work there and they hired me to do the golf course. And it was an existing course called Canyon Ridge. And when they hired me, we got into planning and we, we master planned the golf course. We knew what we were going to do. And then they also hired a national uh, development firm called Park Howerton. And Hart Howerton's a land planner and they look at the big picture stuff like clubhouse roadways and residential development, hotel opportunities and all of that. And in discussions with our owners, they you know, they were questioning what type of resort or facility Mathamore would be. And they felt like, you know, they really wanted it to be a, a property that draws people from all over the Southeast and, and more a really big regional development. And so they were, they were, intimating that we needed a bit bigger uh, name in the design business for that. 
and I had already uh, collaborated with Reese on a job in Florida. And so I called him up. I said, hey, Reese, I've got a project in, in um, North Georgia up on Lookout Mountain. You, would you be interested in participating with me on that project? And he said, absolutely. So Reese and I are good friends. Uh, we get along great. You know, I've led the, the design work on both projects. So he's been more of a, of a consultant and a mentor and advisor. Uh, so it's been a really nice collaboration. And you mentioned that it was a, a course before Canyon Ridge. How much of the original design did you keep, or was this a, a complete redo? No, so the routing is, is very similar to what it was originally, and we pushed and pulled and, and widened and made it more playable. It's a very difficult golf course. It was a golf course that you needed to bring a lot of golf balls. <laughs> and I'm just, I don't care who you are, you need to bring a lot of golf balls. So one of our, our goals was to make it much more fun and much more playable. It is an incredibly dramatic, photogenic property. When you get there, you don't have to play golf to have a great time. I mean, you're simply blown away by the beauty of the land. And so um, the sort of the original 17 holes were, were blown up as far as green complexes. We were, you know, we pushed and prodded and stretched and, again, widened everything out and, and, and really blew up the green complex. So they're all brand new. And then the 18th hole was on top of the hill, and it had a great kind of long-distance view to the mountain. But it was also the area where we needed to put our clubhouse, parking, and all of that. We just didn't have enough room to properly position this resort. And so um, our owner, Dwayne Horton, asked if we could possibly locate the 18th hole down down the hill from its current location. And I said, well, I'll, let me go check. And there was a hiking trail down there. So I walked the property and I came back bloody, uh, scratched up, uh, briars, all kinds of stuff. But I came back and said, hey, Dwayne, we can do this. And what we found was a rock ledge down there. And, and it, so it, it's, steep, it's a steep slope on the right side, but then it flattens out and then it drops off the planet. And so left of our 18th pole, it literally dropped 1,200 feet down to Macklemore Cove. And, well, we're named after Macklemore. So this was a, uh, uh, an incredible discovery and opportunity when, um, when we went down there and decided, hey, yes, we can build a golf hole here. And it was, it was a challenge. It was an expensive hole to build. It's a hard hole to get to. But, boy, is it worth it. And, and you're going to see a lot of photography on it over the next few weeks or, or months because we're, we're having it professionally shot. And what, what you see in the photographs is going to be absolutely gorgeous, but it does not do it justice, Chris. When you get out there and you look down over the hill from the 18th green or, or sit out on the 18th fairway, the scope is so big and it just blows you away. So what, a, what an exciting uh, place. So that's a brand-new golf hole. And the rest of the golf course was completely renovated. So, Bill, and, and I, I don't want to leave the topic of the 18th hole yet because I, I'm sure you saw on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, Kip Henley, who's from that area, talked about how it's the most beautiful finishing hole in golf outside, if anything he's ever seen outside of the, the 18th at Pebble Beach. So uh, hey, you, we'll, you talked about we'll having to scale. <laughs> yeah, so talk about, you know, how... You, again, you talked about having to scale down and all the things you had to get through to just see an area. How did you go about putting that that hole where you had to put it? Yeah. So if you the the 
the old AT pole sat on the edge of a plateau, a high plateau. And what we did is we went 400 feet east and 100 feet down a hill. And 100 feet doesn't sound that much, but it really was a lot. Um, and the 400 feet east took us to a point we had this rock cliff. And we had to clear seven acres of land. We weren't able to haul trees out uh, from that place because it was so steep getting in and out of the golf hole that we had to burn on site. And Georgia has a restriction, so that kind of delayed our opening on that hole. But we burned all the all the timber on that site. We exposed rock. We we basically cut the entire right side and pushed it left. And then we had to we had to dynamite um, the area, you know, between the tees and the fairway. From the fairway to the green, it actually fit reasonably well. We knew that we could do a nice golf hole. But from the landing area back to the tees, there was a deep ravine and a, a massive rock that Chris had. It had a 60-foot tree growing out of the top of the rock, probably 36 inches in diameter, growing straight out of a boulder. And, um, wow. you know, we had, to, we had to blast that out. And it was the size of a house. I mean, it was a, a size of a good house. And so that was the only blasting that we had to do. But it was, it was very challenging to build. Um, and, it, and we all were really excited. I would tell you that it really exceeds my expectations. I had high expectations, but it exceeds them. And so it's it's just a an amazing place to finish. Every group that plays the golf hole seems to take a photograph. And and standing on the 18th green, uh, just off to the left, it's not unsafe, but just off to the left of the 18th green, it drops off 1,200 feet. And so yeah, you don't want to get on the very edge, but but there's plenty of room and and room for your golf ball, and it, it plays nicely. A challenging hole, but but a fun one. And. You talk about all the all the people that you know stand and take a picture. So we 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 get an idea that it's on the side of a mountain and there's a huge drop off. But talk about when you look beyond the 18th green, what you see. Yeah, so it's got this uh, basically an infinity look. But when you're standing in the fairway, you see three tall trees, and then right on the edge of the rock is a small Virginia pine, which is kind of like like our lone cypress. If you if you think about Pebble Beach and Cypress Point and and 17 mile drive. You got this little Virginia pine right on the edge of the rock. Off of that, it looks like that tree is growing off of a like a diving board almost. And and the rock cuts underneath, so it has a reverse C um, underneath that tree. And it, so it's incredible. And then the land down below is basically just farmland. Um, beautiful wooded land. There you see you know barns in the distance. And uh, and Pigeon Mountain is on the other side of cove so you're looking out into the distance to the mountain so it i think you can see uh you know rock city sort of says seven states from there uh this is a similar view yeah i'm looking at the uh, at the site online again the com, and when you look out there it seems like you can see forever it's it's one yeah. of the most breathtaking sites i've ever seen on a golf course and you know i'll, I'll take kip henley at his word he's seen a whole lot of great ones and if this is right there tag- with uh, the 18th at Pebble, at Pebble, amazing. Very nice. So our tagline is play above the clouds. And it's an interesting tagline, but literally you'll be out at Macklemore and there are times when you're on 18 where the birds are soaring below you, which is really wow. kind of interesting to watch them gliding and riding air currents and they're lower than you are. And then we, the weather at Macklemore is, very cool. It's one of those areas. I think you talked about Old Head earlier when I when I called in. 
but it's one of those areas where if you don't like the weather, just wait 30 minutes because it, it can change and it can change dramatically. It's just a, an incredible microclimate of its own. And it sits, we're, we're 2000 feet above sea level. So we're not, you know, we're not very, we're not totally cool as far as like highlands where you're 4,000 feet, but we, we are five to seven degrees cooler than Atlanta or Chattanooga or the area down below. So it, it's, it's just a lovely place to go. And it's, it's, it's rugged mountain, so it's a lot of rock. You'll see rattlesnakes occasionally. Um, and it's it just got that, you know, just that rugged mountain type of look. Lots of, lots of boulders. Uh, great place for hiking. There's hang gliding. Uh, all kinds of outdoor sports are in this area. So we're, we love it. And it, it feels like, you know, you're always on vacation when you're at Macklemore. So, Bill, we talked a lot about the 18th hole. Talk about the rest of the golf course and, and the views that you get there and, and kind of what's the feel for the rest of the course before you reach that spectacular 18th. Very good. So the first hole is a par five, and it, it starts out up on top of the hill, and you, play, you hit a downhill tee shot, and you, know, you can see forever. You see the mountains in the distance. But it's green. The first green sits on the same edge as the 18th hole. So that's pretty cool. So your first hole, you get the feel of it, even though you're not having to hit across it or alongside of it. But when you stand on number one green, you get to look forever. It's just beautiful. And then we, we have what we call the canyon hole. So number two plays down into a canyon with a beautiful lake. And really holes two through seven, you're kind of in that canyon. Um, and so that has a certain feel about it. And then you rise back up to the eighth hole onto that plateau, and it's sort of a highlands area where the golf course is more straightforward as far as land movement. Uh, still gorgeous, but it's, it's, it's more traditional, you know, a highlands plateau. And then we have our, our holes that are on the edge. And so we've got, kind of got three different topographies all within our 18-hole golf course. So it's really, really something special a few favorites number two is probably the hardest hole in the golf course uh, like i was saying it plays down into the canyon there's a beautiful lake that um is in play off the tee although unless if you hit it pretty long but then the, the fairway wraps around the lake with the green on the far side so it's a gorgeous gorgeous hole um challenging but but really beautiful and then the sixth hole is, is our infamous hole. It's a par five that the second shot probably drops 150 feet down into the down into a valley on, in the green. So the tee shot's level and high, and then your second shot just drops straight down. Uh, beautiful view uh, and very dramatic hole. And so that, that, that's one that, as, as Dwayne says, it's our least favorite and most favorite, depending on the person. <laughs> no doubt. So from a designer standpoint for those of us that are now dying to get up there and to see this course in person and to play it talk strategy am i am i playing am i getting it sounds like a lot of elevation change a lot of it downhill am i also getting the same coming back the other way is it is it that that much uphill and how would i how should i frame my shots to play it successfully so so good question so the downhills are quicker and more dramatic the uphills are, are softer and more gradual. And a couple holes that really stand out, the, um, the par 5 12th hole is a, a long par 5, probably in the 570-yard range. But it climbs consistently from tee to green, and it, it probably rides 60, 70 feet. 
um, but it does it gradually. And it's a beautiful hole. It's sort of S-shaped, and it wraps around, you know, giant rocks. And when I say giant rocks, I'm talking boulders that are as big as your home, and and it also has a, sort of a creek that runs through it as well. So that's a, a tremendous hole, and that's one that does climb well up. 14 is the same. It's, it's along the entrance road, and it's just a gradual climb. It's a nice, wide driving hole. You can let your driver rip, and it's just a good mid-iron shot into the green. But that one is, is handling some of the uphill. So we handle the uphill partially in golf carts, which is nice, and partially um, with some long, long holes that slide up. And then I love the, the last three holes. The 16th, 17th, and 18th are, are really pretty amazing. Um, you know, I saw you, you. I know you're a social media guy, and I saw somebody ask the question: your favorite three holes in a row, and kind of in golf. And and of my design, I I put 16, 17, and 18 at Macklemore right on the list. So 16 is a, a long par four, but but plenty of room off the tee. You can just, I mean, you literally can go ahead and take a good good swing at a driver and feel comfortable. The second shot plays fairly level, but it crosses over a a rock. Uh, flume, you know, it's a waterway, it's, but it's a it's a dry creek bed. You know, it, it, it's wet when it rains, but it's dry otherwise. But this creek bed is rock and beautiful fescue grasses, and it's one of the prettiest spots on the course. And then 17 is the fun hole. It's a par 5 that's reachable in two. It's a great birdie or eagle opportunity. But you stand on the tee, and you see the mountains all the way in the distance. So it's got one of the longest views on the whole golf course, but it's a scoring hole. So it's a hole you look forward to because you're going to have a really good chance at, at if you're a bogey golfer, you have a good chance of making par. If you're a, a better golfer, you've got a great birdie opportunity. And then from the 17th green, you wind down the cart path, and I call it our Lombard Street. So if you've been to San Francisco and seen Lombard Street, you can picture the S-curves going down this hill. And you're going down uh, through these S-curves, and you literally you cross a bridge that we had to put in place with a helicopter. We, we had wow. to fly this bridge and drop it in place with a helicopter. And you go across that, and then you come down to 18T. And when you're approaching the tees on 18, you get this incredible eastern view of Macklemore Cove. And then 18 just speaks for itself. So it's a great three-hole stretch to finish the golf course. And, and the whole course really has a lot of birdie holes and a lot of strong holes. And so you're you're always sort of ebbing and, and flowing between, you know, challenges and opportunities. And it, it, if you struggle on one hole, wait for the next one because you've got a chance of playing some really good golf. Um, and if you're playing really good golf, be careful because you're going to hit a few holes along the way that are going to challenge you greatly. So it, it, it's never, never dull. So if someone came to you, if I came to you and said, hey, Bill, I'm getting ready to go play the Macklemore, give me some advice. What are, what are some things you'd say, make sure to do this, but also don't do that. Oh, great question. So yeah, you want to you want to you want to be in play off the tee. I mean, we do have some natural tall grasses on the edges, but again, we have widened that out um, on each on each hole. I would tell you that it is a course that there it is advantageous to play it twice uh, because of the nature of a mountain golf course. There are some things you can't quite see. And once you learn it, you really go, okay, now it makes total sense to me. But but playing it a second time is is, is very important. We've got five par threes. They're very, very much fun, um, exciting. 
uh, great opportunity. And that makes it kind of a good scoring course because there are four par fives, five par threes, par 71. And so it's got a really nice, nice mix of holes. And then one thing I haven't talked about yet is we've got just gorgeous bent grass greens. And you know what's happening in the South, and I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody, is we're doing a ton of Ulsterdorf Bermuda greens in the South. And they're fantastic. But it is still definitely a treat to play great bent grass greens. And Macklemore, because of its 2,000 feet above sea level, its elevation, its climate is very, very suitable for bent grass. And we've got the new strain of bent grass called AU Victory, named after my alma mater. And it is a fantastic graph, and our superintendent has it dialed in right now as good as it gets. Bill, you, you mentioned uh, a moment ago, but there's a lot of other things that the McLemore has to offer. Talk about all the other amenities that people will find when they go there. Well, first, you're going to like the climate. I mean, it literally, you feel like whether you've come out of Birmingham or Nashville or Knoxville or Atlanta or any of the, the southeast region. Uh, which is our draw, you feel like you've entered a new place. You feel like you're, you are, like I said earlier, you feel like you're on vacation. Hiking is just wonderful up there because you've got such great, great topography and such incredible views. And then our clubhouse is under construction right now, and we can't wait to get it finished. Today I was watching Slate go on the roof. It's, it's a clubhouse with some great raw materials, uh, stone walls, uh, you know, beautiful wood, but also slate roof, and it just fits very well. And it overlooks a six-hole short course. And this might be one of my favorite experiences that I've been involved with. Um, we have packed an amazing amount of fun in six holes. And I'm telling you, you only need two clubs. You need a wedge and a putter. And you can play the, the whole thing, and it, it, you can play it in 30 to 40 minutes. And it's a great place to just have a have a great time it's a great place to gamble if i'm allowed to to mention that because a lot of people <laughs> enjoy that and so um and it's a place where we've already had numerous groups come and they just play till dark they don't want to quit you just keep going around and around and around because it's that much fun and once our clubhouse opens i think it's going to be incredible how much fun it is to sit out on the back patio overlooking the short course you look to the right, you look over the 18th pole down into Macklemore Cove. It is just spectacular. Bill, before I let you go, remind our listeners how they can stay up to date with all the great work that you're doing on your website and on social media as well. Yes, yeah, so we're very active. Uh, you know, golf course design is a lot of fun, and so we like to um, post about it. So we're on, on, on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram. Uh, if you just Google Bergen Golf, B-E-R-G-I-N-G-O-L-F, you'll find us. And same thing with the website. You'll find it that way as well. So um, uh, it's, it, we, we like, uh, you know, showing people what we're doing. It's a lot of fun, and, and it, we have a nice following as far as people, you know, they just like watching golf courses and how they're made. And, um, and we get to work on beautiful properties. We, this year we did two projects that have incredible waterfalls. I mean incredible. One of them is 200-foot waterfall, and it's just an amazing spot. And then the other, Finn Highlands, has this waterfall that literally practically sprays water on our, our 15th green. So it's an incredible um, – we're just fortunate to work on amazing landscape. So, uh, yeah, check us out. 
Bill, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to come back and be a part of the show. Always learn a lot. I love your work. I love the things that you're doing in the McLemore is spectacular. Congratulations to you and your team. Thank you, Chris. We look forward to seeing you up at McLemore soon. I appreciate you. Take care, Bill. Stay safe. All the best to you and your family. Great. Thanks very much. See you, Bill. That's a great Bill Bergen. BergenGolf.com is the website, and you can follow him on social media as well, folks. I can't say enough spectacular things from what I've been able to see at the McLemore and what their what their site looks like and what the golf course looks like. And I'm a huge fan of Bill Bergen's work, and we've been fortunate, like I say, tonight was the eighth time that he has been a part of the show and checking out all the wonderful things that uh, that he is putting together. Look forward to catching up with Bill again soon and checking out the McLemore very, very soon. 